grace and peace. This is Voice for the City. I'm back. Um, just thanking the Most High for allowing me to be able to share another podcast with, with you all. And man, it's a joy. Even through the calamities and trials and situations, it's still a joy to serve the Most High. I don't know about anybody else out there, but I just thank him because he could have picked somebody else. He could have easily chose somebody else to carry out the task, but he chose me. So I just want to be a faithful servant and true to him to to serve him and to worship him no matter what's going on east in season and out of season feeling good not feeling good no matter what's going on i'm called to be his servant his ambassador <laughs> so man thank you father thank you for this time to be able to bring your word forth. And I pray now, Father, now as I begin to bring your word, use me as your vessel. And I pray, Father, Lord, that it would land on the ears that it it needs to and that it would penetrate the hearts of the the man or woman that you needed to to, uh, manifest in, Father. So I thank you. And I bless you now in your son Jesus' name. Amen. All right, well, let's get into it. <laughs> I know the most high been dealing with me on some stuff. And tonight we're going to talk about what makes you think that you are getting into God's kingdom. I want y'all to pause and think about that. What makes you think you about to get into God's kingdom? For real. What makes you think you about to get in there? What makes you think that he just about to just open up the gates for you and say, come on in. (laughs) Because number one, And this is to the false shepherds, the false pastors, the false prophets, false apostles, false everything. There is a spiritual famine in the land. Excuse me. There is a spiritual famine in this land. We preach too many Jesuses out here, too many other Jesuses. I don't even know if I'm saying that right, but you know what I'm saying. We're preaching another Jesus and we're not preaching the authentic Christ. We're not preaching. We're not preaching the authenticity of the message so that it's not broken down into the simplest form for somebody to understand. Y'all want to get on the pulpit on TV and give exergesis and Greek words and Hebrew words and 
all these other words and words that don't need to be in their words and words that's just going to get people confused in words, man, yo. So if you, you hang with your boy, if you hang with me, the voice of the city, I'm going to try to guide you on down through there. I know you heard of the saying, um, you can you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make the horse drink. Well, I'm going to change the phrase around because I'm going to lead the horse to water and I'm going to help you drink, even if you don't want to bow your head to drink the water. I'll go the extra mile is to put my hands in the water, get the bucket and bring it up to your lips and try to dump the water down your throat. Hold your, your mouth open, close it for you, plug your nose so you get the water in you because I want the living word of God to get into you. I want to go the extra mile for my brother or my sister. I don't want to just leave you hanging in suspense like the movies that be popping off and you be like, man, then you going to leave me like that? Oh my goodness. Then you got to wait for a part two that don't come out for another few years. No, I want to help you get the word now so that you can live your best life. Not that T.D. Jake stuff, not that Creflo Dollar stuff, not that Joel Osteen stuff. I know people going to have something to say about me talking about them, but they're not helping you live your best life because they have the riches and you're sitting there trying to figure out how to get to the riches, but it's not intended for everybody to be rich. I know the scripture said, it said it's harder for, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. So, yo, let's let's get into these scriptures. There is a spiritual famine in the land. And, and why I said earlier, um, what makes you think what makes you think you about to get into the kingdom of, of God? Really? Every day, your faith in the salvation that your hope is in it's on the line. Did you hear that? It's on the line. It's going to be tested. If you're out here weak, if you're out here don't know no scriptures except Jesus wept and amen, you have no sword of the spirit. You have no helmet of salvation because you don't have the mind of Christ to understand the scriptures. You don't have no shield of faith that can fend off the fiery arrows that the enemy wants to shoot at you. You have no truth wrapped around you to gird you. You don't have no breastplate of righteousness because the word that should be in you, you don't know how to live righteously. And you don't know how to gird your feet with the gospel of peace because you don't know how to walk in peace because you're going to always be at war within yourself. Because you're going to have a form of godliness and you're going to always deny the power of God. So it ain't going to be no peace. If you can't live right before God in the alone times, how are you going to live right before people? People ain't stupid these days. They can look and see that you, you're living a double life. You got religious people. You got the real saints. And you got Satan's agents. They looking at you. They looking at you and seeing what you're doing. 
So come on, man. Do you, <laughs> do you think God is going to let this act of sin just keep going on? The pastor's preaching whatever they want to preach, but not seeking the will of the Most High? Huh? Or any other sin for that matter? Yo, why? I just got a question for everybody. Why we keep playing God like he's not all powerful and all knowing? Like, we can sin and then we can repent. I ain't gonna even say repent because repent means to turn away from that thing and never do it again. But we just, we nonchalantly just come to God like, Lord, forgive me, you know. You know, I was in a weak moment and like, yo, you keep doing the same sin. How you keep cursing out people? How you keep not showing no love to people? These are baby things. How you not treating your husband right? How you not treating your wife right? These are baby things. He said, it's a, the scripture says that when you keep committing the same sin, when you purposely keep committing the same sin, there is no more sacrifice that can cover that. There's no more, there's no more sacrifice. Like, are you learning? Are they teaching you this in, in the church? Are they teaching you this on the corner? There is no more sacrifice if you purposely keep going out sinning. You can't purposely just keep going out sinning and just think that because now we got this grace that it's all good. Man, why we keep playing God like, are you kidding me? You can't keep playing God like he ain't going to do nothing to you because he got this grace. And yes, Jesus is petitioning for our sins. He is in, 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 in constantly like father, like look, look at me. He is constantly doing that. But you want to know what? He ain't finna let no sin go unpunished. Oh, you better believe it. You may not seek death because the scripture says there is sin that does not lead to death. But you better believe when you sin and you just purposely sinning. Oh, there is punishment that must take place. But then you're going to try. I know you're going to try to hit me with. Oh my goodness. But yeah, we we sin unknowingly, so he gonna punish us for that too? No, that's what grace is for. That's what grace is for. That's what real grace is for. Cause I don't know what y'all talking about. Like, yo, I mean I'm I sin, you know what I'm saying? But thank God for the grace. No. The grace is for the sin unknowingly. You 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 didn't know you was committing the sin. That's what the grace is for. Yo, y'all think, you think the most high didn't allow uh, Satan to inhabit uh, Judas? He, he let Satan inhabit Judas. And then on the top of that, when he came back to his senses to let him drive himself crazy. So it was still other spirits that drove him mad to, to uh, make him go crazy to hang himself. Y'all forgot about the scripture where it says when they were speaking about Judas, when they were saying, uh, 
it was better for him to not have been born for what he had done. Most High allowed him to go crazy. So while y'all out here playing, I'm talking about to the religious folks. I can't even talk to to unbelievers. Like I said in the last uh, podcast, I can't even talk to the unbelievers. But to the religious folks that's putting their mouth on the Most High, when you're going through depression, when you feel like you just want to end your life and you want to commit suicide, you better believe the Most High has something to do with it. Because he said, I shall give you the desires of your heart. And y'all keep thinking of desires as far as, um, man, he, man, I know I'm going to get that house. Because he said he will withhold no good thing from me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he will give you over to yourself. He surely will give you over to yourself and he will allow you to drive yourself mad because you refuse to submit to him. So, yo, let's 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 kill all the noise about, you know, God wouldn't allow evil things to pop off. And um, he he's he's a God of only love and he's a God of only good things. Y'all missed the memo. He's a God of wrath too. He's a God that would destroy things. He said he's a jealous God. I don't know what scriptures y'all reading to make you think that God is just okay with sin just running rampant. That it's okay to say, you know, I can be homosexual and be a believer. Or it's okay to say, I can slap my wife around and it's okay. Or I can go cheat on my husband and it's okay with the most high. He he, going to find it okay. Or, you know, I can smoke weed. I can smoke blunts. I can drink. You know what I'm saying? I can go out to the club. I can go do this. I can go hang with my boys, even though, you know, they, they live in wild. You know what I'm saying? They ain't got to go to church. But you know what I'm saying? As long as I'm at church, you know, it's all good, man. God ain't going to hold me accountable for this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because I can always make it right with him. Man, are you kidding me? How dare you put yourself in the place of the most high to say what's okay and what's not okay? You don't even have the mind of Christ. I know uh, Proverbs 3, verse 5 says, do not lean on your own understanding. Do not lean on your own understanding. Do not lean on your own understanding. Don't lean on your own understanding. But chances is we're going to lean on our own understanding. Why? Because we just naturally just want to do what we want to do. We don't want to be submissive to his will. We don't want to seek his approval. And then when the answer is to go pray, then you want the answer to be yes. Because somebody asked you the question, but did you pray? Did you pray about the situation? Yeah, he said, yeah, it was okay. Okay. So you think God is a God that say yes 
Oh, God said it's okay for you to go sleep with that woman, huh? He said it was okay for you to divorce your wife when she didn't do nothing to you. She said that you, so you told, you're telling me that the Most High said it was okay for you to divorce your husband it's when he wasn't beating on you and he wasn't cheating on you. But you said because he snored a lot and his feet stank, it was okay for you to leave. Man, if you don't get out of here with this devilish stuff. People, y'all better stop playing with the most high. Stop playing with the most high. So what my question was earlier to you, like, was what makes you think you're about to get into the kingdom of the most high? First of all, you're not getting into the kingdom if you don't got love. If you don't have no love, you might as well X that thing out. You finito is done. You ain't getting into the kingdom because the first commandment says, love thy Lord God with all your heart mind and soul and the second commandment says love your neighbor as you love yourself this one is like the first commandment so if you ain't got no love you can x that thing out of there secondly if you do not have any faith you're not getting into the kingdom you're not getting into the kingdom Finito, finish, over. Stop even thinking about dreaming about the kingdom because you ain't getting in. Because if you do not have faith, faith without works is dead. Works without the faith is dead. If you don't have no faith, it's a wrap. The scripture says it is impossible to please God without faith. It's impossible. Whatever works you're doing, if it ain't no faith in it, Get it out of here. You might as well just say them words about to burn up in the fire. Because he said our works will be tried by fire. I just want you to know everything that we, we're putting our hands and lips to and whatever we're doing is going to be tried by fire. And you better hope that it come out pure. You better hope you better hope it come out through the fire pure. Because if it ain't, it's going to burn up. In the, it's going to burn up. Straight up. It's going to burn up. So uh, even, even in Christ, he said this in John 15. He said, if you remain in me, I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine. You cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. This is Christ saying this. He said, remain in me. Are you, you, are you going to ask yourself a question? Are you remaining in the most high? In your wilderness. And most people don't even know what the wilderness is because they haven't sat down long enough to seek the most high. Do you pray with, do you pray? Do you take time to talk to the most high? Huh? Do you, do you spend time early in the morning getting up, laying on your face or in your knees or just sitting still long enough not to give God some drive-by prayer, 
Do you really spend time with him? Are you very intimate with him? Because see, for most people, most people just want to go through the, the boyfriend, girlfriend stage with the most high. And what I mean by the boyfriend, girlfriend stage is like, like, yeah, I like him a little bit. You know, I like her a little bit, you know. You know, she she she'll do until I, I meet the real thing, you know what I'm saying? She'll do. He'll do for for right now. But you know, I'm looking really for the baller. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking for somebody that's really, you know, that's on my level. But because they're not on my level, you know, I deal with them for right now, you know what I'm saying? I ain't really gotta be seen with them in public, you know what I'm saying? And if we do go out in public, you know, we can go to places where nobody else will see us. You know, so and that's how we try to play the most high. We try to give him the boyfriend, girlfriend or the um, not even the boyfriend, girlfriend relationship. We try to give him the um, the leftover relationship. Like um, we don't have no titles. We just hang it. Well, that's the relationship you try to get the most high. We we just hang in relationship. You know, when I see you, I see, you know, we do our thing. We see each other. You kidding me? Are you kidding me? And that's how the most high is looking. Are you kidding me? I'm a jealous guy. Why would you even think that you can give me some table scraps? Do you know who I am? Do you know I formed you? Do you know I knew you before you... I knew you in the womb? Do you know who I am? I am the all-powerful God. I'm the one who formed the earth. I'm the one who formed you from the dust. You were still dead before I breathed life into you. Do you know who I am? Huh? Do you know? Stop playing with me. That's how we try to play God. Instead of coming to him looking for the, the I want to be courted by you relationship. I want to be intimate with you relationship. I want to enter into an agreement of Lord, put that ring on my finger. Yes, I'll be your boo. Yes, take me, father. Take me. I want to marry you. We ain't looking for that relationship. We're not looking for that relationship because we we're so thirsty. We're thirst driven just to get what we can get right now. And and. When it's when when it's, the getting is good and when it's gone and it, and it, it and it doesn't make you feel good and it doesn't appease your feelings, then you want to be out. Then you want to be out. Then you want to uh, turn yourself to other gods. That's gonna pimp you out. That's gonna misuse you and abuse you. But you'll rather stay with them rather than stay with the God who would tell you no for your own safety and own protection. You rather you rather go to uh, uh, the the man that's going to abuse you because he looks so good rather than go with something that don't look as good, but will love you unconditionally. You don't want that. You don't want that. Because you're so status driven, you're so status driven, you're so status if, the, if it's not looking right with you. You're willing to abandon the most high. You're willing to abandon him. 
Hey, verse five says, yes, I am the vine. You are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. But we shall try to make something out of nothing. And then wonder why things ain't working out right. Looking crazy. Man, I've been doing this for 12 years. How come nothing ain't never happening? Because you uh, have a form of godliness, which you deny the power thereof, because what you should have really been doing is evangelizing, telling people, pointing them to the cross, leading them to Jesus, praying for people instead of talking about them and, and backbiting and complaining. Verse six, anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. Such branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. What is a useless branch and what does it represent? Well, since you don't know, I'll tell you. A useless branch is a dead body. It's dead weight. No difference when the NBA team, when you when they use you up and you they can't get 50 points out of you no more. They can't get uh, 12 rebounds out of you no more when they can't get. um um, um, when you can't fill the, 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 the stadium no more, when you can't get ticket sales up anymore, when you can't do the high flying actrix, they get rid of you because you're dead weight. Or you could be the one who can fill all the seats, but because you're not fitting inside of the plan, what they want you to do, you become the, you become the, 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 uh, the, 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 the dead branch that's causing chaos and the rest of the franchise, so they get rid of you. Right, you go be somebody else's problem. That's how the most high is. You go be somebody else's problem. You like you like doing things your own way? Go do it. Go do it. I'm not going to strong arm you. I'm not going to coerce you to be here. I'm, I'm the most high. You should be submitting to me. I'm not going to submit to you. I'm not going to bow down to you. I'm God. You better go, go figure it out. I'll be here waiting. But if you never come back, you can never say I wasn't patiently waiting on you because my scripture says that I'm patiently, I'm patiently, I'm patient for the sake of you. That's why I haven't returned yet. I'm being patient for your sake. But if you want to go out there and act crazy and act like a donkey and do what you do, go ahead, do it. Do it. Verse seven, but if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want and it will be granted. Why do you understand? I, I hope somebody understands this, but if not, I can give you understanding of this. He said, if my words remain in me, so that means you're going to pray his words back to him so that it sounds very familiar to him because it's his words. Matter of fact, didn't the most high say, I hold my words higher. I hold, I hold them higher than me. I hold them higher than myself. My words can never fall to the ground. Never, never fall to the ground. Why? Cause they, my words, cause I'm a God that cannot lie. So why would his words, why would he, you, the words that he wants you to pray back to him and talk back to him in, why would, why would they fall? The only reason why the words will fall is because you have no faith. You don't believe in what you're saying. That's the only reason why they will fall. But because God says he's faithful, even when you're not faithful, 
When we out here doing our own thing, he says, I still remain faithful. I, I'm a God that don't never change. I don't never change. I remain the same today, tomorrow, and forevermore. I don't change. It's y'all who do the changing. He said, one minute you're up, next minute you're down. Next minute you're over here, next minute you're over there. One minute you want to serve me, then you don't want to serve me. Then you want to love me, then you want to hate me. Then you want to go worship other gods, then you want to bring me into the fold. No, uh-uh. I'm the God of all gods. I'm the king of all kings. You either serve me or you don't serve me. Choose me. Choose whom this day whom you will serve. You better you better get your mind right. That's what the most high is saying. Get your mind right. Get in these scriptures. You want to learn about me? Don't keep going to a dead weight church that has no Holy Spirit in it. That's not teaching you salvation. They only want to give you Jesus, but what you can accumulate out of Jesus. If you use Jesus this way, if you say Jesus this way, you can get a Bentley. Man, no. Verse 8. When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my father. You hear that? When you produce much fruit, what's the fruit he wants you to produce? Galatians 5, 22. You should know it. Love, patience, peace, kindness, gentleness, meekness. You need to be producing this kind of fruit. Because if you're not inside of the most high Christ, if you can't, if you're not, if you don't remain in Christ, you can't produce no fruit. Apart from the most high, I mean, yeah, apart from him, you're not going to pr produce no fruit. It's all going to be self self effort. And that's why you will never have peace. When you don't remain in the most high, you don't have peace. When you don't believe on his son, Jesus Christ alone, you don't have peace. You won't have no peace. Didn't he say um, when he returns, what? What you did have, he'll he'll take it from you and give it to someone else. He'll take your peace from you. Just show up and just take it. You just be around this thing going mad, driving yourself crazy. Man, y'all better stop playing with the most high. He said Luke 14 and 28. You need to count the cost. That's another reason why people won't get into to the kingdom. Because they won't count the cost before following Christ. Y'all always telling God to wait, like the servant did. I gotta go bury my 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 uh, my, my father. I gotta I gotta uh, uh, go do this. I gotta do that. You know, maybe next year I'll catch up with you, Lord. You know, it's all good. Fist pound bump. You know what I'm saying? High five, slap back. I get back with you. You know what I'm saying? Just keep the you know keep the keep the gates warm for me. Oh, he gonna keep it warm for you. Because if he catch you slipping and that day and that hour when he show up and it say, yo, your soul has been required. I'm requiring your soul tonight or today. Why you on your job? Why you in your car? If he says he's requiring your soul, ain't nothing you can do. And there's nothing that can offset it neither. 
There's nothing you can do to offset what the Most High wants to do. If he said, I want you to come down to the grave, you're coming down to the grave. It's a wrap. You need to count the cost. You understand when, when we give our lives over to Christ, we're going to suffer. We're going to lose friends and family members. We're going to be hated because of our love for Christ. He said some of us may even be in prison and face death. We're going to have our characters assassinated. Carrying our cross ain't going to always feel good. We got to constantly remain in the light. In this dark and evil world, we got to constantly remain in the light. If we say if we're saying that we're ambassadors for Christ, we got to constantly remain in the light. What's the light? Christ. We got to constantly be doing what he's saying. Constantly. Constantly. It don't feel good to constantly do be good all the time because sometimes you want to pop off and, and slap folks when they get to talking crazy to you. But that better believe that's not going to get you into the kingdom. Christ, he would, <laughs> he kept the commandments. He ain't act a fool because the Pharisees acted a fool. He ain't, he ain't throw no stones when they wanted to throw stones at him. He ain't take shots at them. He only used the scriptures. Every time Satan was using his children, most high was like, yo, I'm confident in the word. I'm confident in this word. I'm going to use this word to defend me. I'm confident in this thing. Satan, you ain't got nothing on me. Yes, you was the throne seat for the most high, but you have nothing on me because I formed, I, I created heaven. I was in the beginnings. I created this earth, this earth that now that you're the God of. You a little peon compared to me. Do you understand who my kingdom is? But we don't talk to the Satan. We don't talk to Satan like that. We don't even talk to Satan's children like that. We just turn into Satan's children and start conversing back and forth with them with the same language. Instead of heaping hot coals on their head. Like, you know what? Okay, I see you acting like that. It's okay, though, but I love you, though. We ain't talking like that to him. I know you want to hit me. I know you want to punch me. I know you want to stab me. But I love you, though. No matter what, I love you. We ain't showing up trying to offer them a hot plate. We ain't, we ain't doing none of this stuff. We like, man, you need, you ain't nothing. Beep, 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 beep. And you ain't nothing, beep. I see how you sisters be out here acting ratchet. I'll cut you up. You ain't nothing. That's why your dude was with me. Y'all sound crazy. Do you understand how Satan is inhabiting you guys? And the men too. Y'all just around here slanging your long john and every woman. You think you about to get into the kingdom? I'm talking to you brothers that's in the church. Y'all here. My father in heaven. Y'all here doing everything under the sun that the most high say don't do. Slinging your Johnson around. The sisters in church, like, talking about amen, praising and clapping. 
Man, y'all can kill that noise. He said judgment starts in the house of God. He said that's where he's going to start first. So you really think you about to get into the kingdom and y'all acting like this? Man, yo, y'all better stop playing with Stop playing. So then when catastrophes show up, then that's when y'all want to turn back to the most high. But that's what's supposed to happen. He wants you to cry out to him when the catastrophe happens. So it can be a thorn in your side for you to cry back out to him because ultimately he wants to establish a relationship with you. He wants to establish a relationship with you. And when you out here just doing your own thing, you like, yo, I got time. You know what I'm saying? Shoot, I can do what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? I can go to church. I can sing. And there's, oh, Lord. And don't be the brother or the sister that's got the voice and y'all in the choir because y'all leading. You know what I'm saying? I said, do y'all understand what he did to King Agrippa? He said, because King Agrippa took the praise and the, and the glory for himself because they said, King Agrippa, he has the voice of a God. It said at that very moment, because God is looking at the most, God is looking at the heart. He said at that very moment, the angel of the Lord struck him and he was consumed with worms and he died. So when y'all around this thing acting in pride because y'all can hit a couple riffs and because you can play the drums well, because you can play the keyboards well, or because you can <laughs> and all that weird stuff that you do and dance and lead people into this praise that y'all say this praise for the most high. Yo, the most high is looking at like, yo, if you don't sit your, I'm not humble self face down somewhere. Sit down and learn about Christ. Understand the walk that he was. He said, I didn't come that I may be served. I came to be a servant. He said the last should be first and the first should be last. While you out here being first, you better understand you're going to be last on the gravy train. Yo, man, y'all is, Lord. And I, and I ain't even calling myself exempt from this. I just thank God that I know he's delivered me from some things. And he's still working on me. So I'm not out here trying to say I got it all together. But I thank God that in my wilderness... That I'm seeking him because I'm not trying to play with him. I'm not trying to play with the most high. I take this relationship with him so real. I take it personally. And I'm not going to even let nobody just say, if you in front of me and you in my face, I'm not going to even sit there and let you just think you can say whatever you want to say about my most high. Because I'm, I'm, yo, you're not finna just sit up there and be like, saying some weird stuff about God and then just think that his servant ain't going to say something. I'm going to say something. Some bold like that. I'm going to say it. Like, no, you ain't finna put your lips on the most high and think it's okay. I be seeing y'all out there with y'all smoking your cigarettes and then, man, man, God is good. He is good because that next puff, he could just let you die in it. But you ain't finna be out here blaspheming the Lord and then the next breath talking about mother effer, F you, blah, 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 and then turn back around and then have a double tongue and say that God is good. No, you ain't finna do that in front of me, ain't Yo. No. You're not finna do that thing. So I was wanting you to know, the scripture says not everyone will enter into God's rest. 
Wanna know why? Because we we just do the most unthinkable, godliest things. He said, we have like animal instincts. Because we just, we out here just orgying it up. We just doing the most. We orgying it up. And he said, the, one of the things he said don't do is be out here having sex. He say that. If it's not with your spouse, with your rib, or your, or vice versa, your husband, you ain't supposed to be out here even doing that stuff. He said because that sin is just it, it, it it's not just for on the outside, it, it, it's on the inside. That contaminates the inside. That's why he said don't do it. So yo, y'all, we just out here, man. We just we just Lord have mercy. Oh my goodness. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about these things that we do and we say. And he's like, I'm going to hold you accountable for every idle word that you say. You better off not saying nothing. If you say you're going to serve the Lord, say you didn't do it. But then he, he going to hold you accountable because you're not serving him, especially if you opened your mouth and you was like, yo, you know what? I'm going to serve him. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to serve him with all my heart. But then next thing you know, you out here, you know, you got, I don't even know. You just doing what you're not supposed to be doing. Straight up. So my question again, do what makes you think that you're going to enter into God's kingdom? What makes you think that? What makes you think that the most high is going to crack open the gates when it's time for judgment to go forth and you haven't even lived a life worthy of the calling? You ain't even thought about picking up the work. How, how do you think you're going to get to know the most high if you don't pick up the scriptures? There's no difference than trying to get to know about your car. If you get a brand new car, you're going to pick up the manual so you can figure it out. What, what all can this thing do? How fast can it go? How much gas can it take? What kind of oil should I put into it? What uh, kind of cleaning stuff should I put on the car? Because it's got this different kind of paint on it. Um, What tires do I need to get on it just in case... A tire pops on it. What? What's the best tire? What? Um. Um. What? What? What's all the the in amenities and and features in the car on the inside? What can it do? Do it got Bluetooth? Can I hook my phone to this Bluetooth, or do I need to get another phone? You're gonna be that intimate with your car, but you won't even take this much time to be intimate with the most high because there are scriptures that tell you how you must live for him, how you must serve him, how you must love him. There are scriptures in here that say that, but because you don't know, because you won't read, because you still keep letting the blind lead you into a ditch. And it said that both the blind leading the blind will get the same punishment. And I'm going to keep reiterating that in every segment until somebody wakes up and says, you know what? I don't want to be led by nobody unless it is by the Holy Spirit. Matter of fact, the scriptures say that you can be led by the spirit. You don't need to be led by man. 
because man made mistakes. But you can be led by the spirit. Straight up. We can be led by the spirit. But until you familiar, uh, make yourself familiar with the most high, you're not going to understand. You're not going to understand his voice. Because when he's talking to you, you ain't going to be listening because you're going to be all busy doing other stuff. You're going to be too busy doing other stuff. Matter of fact, the scripture says in, uh, in, in um, uh, Genesis, it said they, they were busy partying and marrying and stuff. They didn't believe the word that came forth. So even now, are you going to are you going to make time to sit and listen are you going to make time to read the scriptures so that you can get familiar with his voice? Are you going to uh, take time to to understand the things that what he's saying? Are you really going to pray that he opens your minds, your mind to understand the scriptures? And, and not to even be religious, because it don't matter if you read the word, if you're doing it religious, religiously, it don't matter. Because there's no love, there's no patience, there's no faith in it. You just reading just to be reading, just to say you did something so you can go stick a, a scripture up on Facebook like most people do, just so you can get the likes. That ain't going to work. Because most high said he knows the end. I, he said he judged the intent of the heart anyway. So it don't even matter. So, <laughs> boom, boom in your face. It's not going to work. Um... Prayer is the same thing. If you're just praying just to be praying or just to be seen and, and all that stuff, it don't matter because it's not real. The singing, all that stuff, if it's not dedicated for the most high, if it's not set apart for the most high, it don't even matter. That's just like me in this podcast. If my heart isn't for God, it don't even matter about me doing this podcast. It don't even matter. So my greatest advice I could give to someone is, yo, you better make sure your heart is right. You better make sure you have that love in you. You better ask God to deliver you. That's real salvation. For those who don't know what salvation is, it's deliverance. What have you been delivered from? Because if you haven't been delivered from anything, you're definitely not getting into the kingdom. And for all those who say that they don't sin, the scriptures say that you are a liar. And the truth is not in you. The truth is nowhere in you. If you say you've never sinned before. The scripture says that we all fall short of the glory of the most high. We all fall short of the glory. There's not one perfect being here on the earth. The only perfect being that has ever been here on the earth was Christ himself. And he is now in heaven awaiting orders for so for all of you pastors that's around there, that's uh, making it seem like Christ um, work is done. No, let's break down uh, what Christ is really doing. I'm going to give the people that will listen to this what Christ really is doing. He's on standby. Awaiting orders from the father on when he shall return to the earth so he can get his people and to uh, conquer death so that he can return the kingdom back to the father. So let's get that all together straight. Let's get it together. 
He ain't just up there just chilling on the cloud. He ain't just up there just standing, just chilling by the Father. No, he said he petitions for us day and night. He's making prayers for us day and night. That's a job. That ain't, I'm pretty sure that ain't no easy. You know how many people it is here on the earth? I know if it was me, I'd some people prayers probably wouldn't even get answered. Because I'm like, yo, what? Not, man, I don't know. But be, thank God for, for a father or a, a, a God like him. Yo, you, we need to stop playing with the most high for real. <laughs> My goodness, we just need to stop playing with him. Either serve him or don't serve him. He said, choose life or death. I'm, I'm Heaven and earth is witnessing this thing. What you going to choose? You going to choose me? You choose me? Hey, I ain't saying life going to be super sweet. But you better understand you got a great blessing that's waiting on you when it's time. When it's time, boy, you got a great blessing waiting on you. But if you want to choose Satan and have your, your cake and eat it too here right now on earth, hey, live it up. Live it up. I mean, just don't do it just a little bit. Does it say, you know what I'm saying? I'm only going to send a little bit. No, live it all the way up. Because the Most High said he... And he he look at all sin the same way. So if you're gonna sin, sin, sin full blown. Don't be just like like you about to like most people do the robberies at the little store. Like it's about to give them a little time. No, that that little time that 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 little grocery store that you robbed, you about to get the same time as if you could have went and just did a big score at a bank. You could have got millions, but you you got $200 or $20 and you about to go do 20 to life when you could have been a millionaire doing 20 to life. That don't make sense to do some small sin. If you're going to live it up, live it up. But you got a big surprise waiting on you too because the scripture says the wages of sin is death. He said he's coming with the reward for the righteous and the wicked. He's coming with the reward. So my question again is going to be proposed to you. Uh, what makes you think you're going to get into the kingdom? You think because you can repent on your deathbed? Nope, not happening. I know y'all going to try to use the scriptures to say, well, man, the man was on the cross. He he got to, uh, um, he got to get into the kingdom. Oh, well, let's break that down for you, too. He had a repentive heart. And you want to know why? He heard the message. That was the only time he got to hear the message of Christ. That was the only time he got to hear the message. And it softened his heart. That's why he got to get into the kingdom. So, but for those who've already heard the message, the scripture said, I said it earlier. It says, if you deliberately keep sinning, there is no sacrifice, especially if you don't turn away from your sin. There is no sacrifice that can cover that. There's no sacrifice that can cover that. And then if anybody want to debate, I'm not going to debate you. I'm just going to take you to the scripture. And then, then you just deal with the most high. Because the scriptures also said, yo, if you reject the one I, I sent then you just automatically reject me anyway. 
So, hey, what what you want? What more you want? What Tyree said, what more do you want from me? No, what more do you want from me? Because I'm only going to do what the most high said. I'm only going to do what he said. I'm not going to do what I said. I'm going to do what he said. And I'm only going to say what he said. I'm not going to say what I said because my words are null and void. My words can't get you to king to the kingdom. My words can't put you in hell. My words can't do nothing for you. But the words that I would use, I would use the words of Christ to counsel you. So the words of Christ that I would use now is to edify you, to build you up, to help you to turn away so that you don't die and perish and go to the lake of fire. Those are the words that I would be using, the words of Christ. He said, if you remain in me, I'll remain in you. These are the scriptures that we went over. So you're going to remain in Christ because that's how you're going to get into the kingdom. He's telling you, if you remain in me, you can produce much fruit because it's going to be pleasing to the father. How you want to please the father? The father, if you please the father, he's going to let you into the kingdom. He's going to say, come on in. Oh, I knew you. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. Oh, come on in. I got a mansion for you. Come on in. I got a crown for you. Come on in. I've been waiting on you. My eye been on you. My eyes have been roaming to and through through the uh to and fro through the earth looking for you. I found you. Come on in. If the trumpets is blowing and the angels is dancing in the background, hey, if you high five in the prophets, man, because you've been doing your thing. Come on in. That's gonna be a glorious day. But for those you talking about getting roasted like a rotisserie chicken day and night? Oh, it's going down. Roast. Woo. Roast. What? Well done. Served up. Yo, Mosai is not playing. I just want you to understand that he's not playing. <laughs> if he said he's going to do it, he's going to do it. He ain't playing. He said you're going to die to death. You're going to die to death. He said, you going to reap the gnash and the teeth, pitch dirt. Oh, yeah, you're going you're gonna to feel that thing, brimstone and fire. You're going to feel it. A, a torment that's day and night. Why? This is hell enough right here. When you fall and hurt your knee, when you bang your funny bone on something, that's torment right there for a little few moments. If you cut yourself, that's torment for a few moments. We talking about, oh my goodness, eternity. Like, there's no end to eternity. Like, day one, day two, day three, day four, day five. This is never ending. You have a choice. You have a choice. Do you understand the Most High is giving you a choice? He's not no dictator. Where you going to do it or you or you just die? You make your own decision if you want to die. But you do have a decision if you want to live. Oh, my goodness. He said for those who will lose their life, they're going to gain their life. Yo, I'm willing to sacrifice everything just to have eternity with the most, the most high. I'm willing to lose everything 
just so I can see his face. I'm willing to lose everything just so I can see what the kingdom looked like. I'm willing to lose everything just so I can hear the words, well done, thy good and faithful servant. I'm willing to lose everything, friends, family, whatever. I don't care. You're not worth me not being able to see the father. You're not worth it. But right now, while I'm here on earth, I'm going to love you. Even if you don't want to love me back. If you don't want to say hi to me, I'm going to speak to you. I speak to you. And all of it. I'm going to do it all. And not just be doing it religiously. To really mean it when I do it. So that I can hopefully win you to the Lord. Like, man, why this brother acting so nice to me? I just brother, every time I see him, he, you know, he's smiling. He he trying to, you know, invite me not not to just church. Because that's the classic thing, man. You, you want to go to church on Sunday, man? You want to go to church on Sabbath, man? No. You want to come? Uh, do you want to go out to eat? No, it's on me. No problem. You know what I'm saying? No, I, I understand. No, no, you don't got to pay for nothing. It's on me. Who's doing that? We so tight rope with money. Man, man, I ain't taking that sister out, man. I ain't taking that brother out, man. That grown man. I ain't that sounds stupid. We got a lot to learn about being ambassadors for Christ, especially us supposedly uh, believers. We got a lot to learn. Until we learn the right thing, we're going to always struggle. We're going to always struggle. So until then, you know, I just want to encourage y'all. Um, John 8.32, I'm praying that this truth will set you free. And you should know this truth. And so I'm going to always continue to try to keep bringing the truth. I'm going to always try to keep relaying the Lord's message, however he wants to use me. But I just want y'all to know that I love you and... If y'all want to respond to me, y'all can respond to me on Facebook. You can hit me in my, my uh, email, ministerw.dw at gmail.com. Or you can hit me at uh, scripture poor for the masses. That's hashtags in between all those words. And um, you can also uh, go to my, uh, my uh, Lord have mercy, excuse me, my YouTube channel. I'm sorry. You can go to my YouTube channel as well. So I just want to say, you know, I thank you guys for taking the time out to listen and I love you. Blessings.